Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch the things in pop culture, and then we talk about it, and I'm Sky. And I am Jake. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Pirates of Dark Water still. We are, for the rest of the time we're watching it. That's right. I well, you know, I know what I know, and that's what I know. Yep, <laughs> you did it. I did do it. Good for me. <laughs> so we're watching episode what fifteen? Uh, I think I don't know. It's episode three of season season two, two episode three. Or I hope it was season or episode two, right? Yeah, da- episode three. The da- season two. The dagger. Hope we didn't one. watch two separate episodes. I yeah. did think about telling <laughs> you the title before you uh, you started watching it, and I didn't. Yeah, it happens. Uh, it's the Dagron Master. You yeah. know Dagrons? I do. They're like dragons, but littler, and you can ride them, and they hate it. And uh, their name is stupider. Yeah, uh, you can just say dragon. It's, I don't think the word dragon is copywritten. No. And or trademarked. And whoever could have done that, it, you know, it would have been at the turn of the century. When they invented dragons. Turn of the millennia. Uh, and nothing it's else. It's not a copywritten term. Is nothing else in this, like, has, like, weird names that are, like, almost the real word for it. Like, it's not, like, called dar- dark water. Uh, yeah, that's true. They're not on a foat instead of a boat. Constrictus isn't a real thing, so it's no. hard to say if they, s- they scrimmed that one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Corruptus is kind of like that, though. Well, that's, that's more of a Power Rangers take on it. Yeah, name. that's just a stupid name. That's so, I can't could believe, go either way. I can't believe in the uh, Star Wars Legends uh, pantheon there's not a Sith Lord whose name is Corruptus, Darth Corruptus. <laughs> and when I say Darth Corruptus out loud, I'm like, that actually sounds really familiar. So maybe there is one. <laughs> yeah. There's probably a video game that takes place in the older public and Darth Corruptus is a bad guy or something. It sounds too obvious to not have had it yes. done. Uh, I mean, there's Darth Tyrannus. Tyrannus. Tyrannus is just a real adjective, I think. He's he's named after Tyrannosaurus Rexes. I don't. <laughs> Who would know, Sky? Well, since they wiped the cannon clean, you've been sketchy at best. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, but also he—he's still in canon. He's that's Count Dooku. <laughs> he never went yeah. anywhere. But also, there's Darth Maul, and Darth Bane. Well, Darth Maul's a real. That Maul yeah. is a real word. Yeah. Uh, Invader's German for father. Yeah. His is the least sketchy. Darth Sidious, we forgot that. Darth Corruptus. Darth Pelagus? Uh, yep. That one's almost a real word. Yep. It's insane that Darth Vader is the least stupid of them all. (laughs) The most stupid is Savage Opress. (laughs) Yeah, I love him. I hate that name so much. It's Savage Opress. I barely tried. I know. It's so dumb. We put an accent on one of the syllables. Okay, but it's still savage oppress? No, no. it's savage, savage. oppress. 
Obra. So, the, well, this guy's name is Maul, though, right? And they're brothers. <laughs> they got a. They got weird naming conventions on Dothamir, I guess. He's a Zybek, Zabrak, Zabrak, but he's from Dothamir. Is the That's planet true. what? What he was born on. There's a Jedi Council guy who's a Zabrak. Well, I think. Zabrak aren't native. He they're not native to uh, to um, Dothamir, I don't believe. Zabraks are, are uh, a species that's just kind of everywhere, like humans. Gross. But humans. not as not as bad. They didn't ruin everything. <laughs> you don't know that. Well, that's true. They could be trying to. There's just... There's not enough of them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the Empire's entire deal, is to ruin everything for everyone else. Yeah, and, but that's uh, as far as I recall, the Empire's exclusively humans. Uh, not That's not a thing anymore, but they're just mostly human. Mm-hmm. The human well, I mean, exclu- after you get two Death Stars exploded, that's a lot of people yeah. to have die all at once. So you got staffing issues, is all I'm saying. Well, yes. Gotta fill them seats somehow. Gotta put asses in the seats. Yeah, I'm not getting on the third one. No. No, this one's it's different. It's a planet instead. It's called Star Killer, not Death Star. <laughs> it's different enough. I'll let it slide. Yeah, it's oh, cold. Oh, more people died. It's cold on the surface of this one. <laughs> well, it's cold on the surface of the Death Star, too. Yeah, but there weren't trees and snow. For giving chill of space. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about pirates, though. Not if we can help it. <laughs> Yeah, this episode was dumb. Yeah. Uh, So we open up, and if you can believe it, if you can stretch your imagination far enough, uh, the Wraith is fleeing from the uh, Bloth ship that I can't remember. Maelstrom. Uh, Yes, that's it. They've uh, once again run afoul of each other. But this time there's a storm. Bloth remembered that he has an Air Force. What's up? This time there's a storm happening while that's happening. Yeah, there's lightning and stuff. They're off the lightning um, coast, is what Ayaz says at one point. Yeah, that sounds like a dangerous place to be. Yeah, they keep going into these spooky places. <laughs> it's on them at this yeah. point. Bunch of dumb dildos following a laser beam. What are you even doing with your lives? <laughs> yeah, they, they. So he uses uh, Ren uses the compass in this like battle, which seems. Like a bad idea. Because Ill-advised all does, at best. Yeah, and I mean, all it seems to do is point to the treasure so Bloth can see it too. Yeah. Uh, keep it, keep it in your pants, and, man. Yeah. Wait till you escape again. I mean, give yeah. it five minutes. You'll escape again. They'll find you again. You can repeat the process until you find the next treasure. Yeah. You can repeat the process until you get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the Dagrons are swooping in, they're like tearing up sails and stuff, and then all of a sudden they get electrocuted to death and <laughs> fall in the ocean, and we never see those Dagrons again. By the, the lightning Which is troubling is, for later. The lightning is spooky and red. Yes, yeah, you are. Red lightning's I, never good. I guess you're right, that does have implications by the time sure we're does. at the end of this. And I was really hoping that Tulo was going to be like, yeah, I did that. I'm an ecomancer. That was me. Yeah. But she doesn't take credit for it, so maybe she did it on the sly. <laughs> but Ren's having a real rough go. For some reason, Ren is completely turned on the Dagrons, and he hates them now. W- wouldn't uh, you? And they're trying to eat him. I mean, they're just at, under orders, and they're monsters. I mean, I everything's they. trying to eat him. 
Yeah, like, the water true. is trying to eat him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Bluff gives Mantis a, a compliment. He says, yeah. good job on training those Dagrons before they which, died. <laughs> which I thought this episode was going to be about Mantis, who I, as I apparently is the dragon trainer, dragon master. Um, but it's not. Dagron. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dagron. You're right. Very uh, important difference. Could you I edit assume. that? Could you edit that so I say Dagron every time instead of Dragon? I don't want to look like an asshole. No, I'm going to emphasize you saying the wrong word. Ah, going to make it louder and tur- yeah, turn it up. <laughs> you have to give a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. Uh, we accidentally say Dragon instead of Dagron, just a trigger warning. That's right. Uh, so amidst the the red lightning and they're under siege and surely Bloth can see them not even with a spyglass but with his naked eyes. Yeah, Ren decides right there. during the storm is a perfect time for me to jump on the fucking prow of the boat. Uh, instead of just staying next to the wheel, which would be just <laughs> the same, uh, he hops on the front of the ship to perilously dangle uh, on the prow until uh, red lightning strikes the ship, not mast first. Uh, but the prow of the boat, and then he falls into the ocean. Like a real dumbass. <laughs> he deserves to die here. Yeah. These series of mistakes really makes me hate him. But yeah, so the, the the front of the boat just falls off. Tula's like, oh no! And then I thought she was going to do some sort of magic, like yeah. she has. But nope, she just lets him drown. I feel like she moved water before, right? I think so. And if nothing else, she could call like a whale or something. Yeah. They're BFFs with uh, with uh, Leviathan. You're right, that baby. Maybe it could just pop up and be like an ex machina, but instead Nidler grabs Ren. Well, you know it can't right now. Like, oh, good. We're, only like, we're only like three minutes in. Yeah, we've been recording for like 15 minutes, though. Well, we had a lot to say. It's true. Nidler's flying with Ren, you know, as he does. He's never had a problem before, but he's going real slow right now, and then they get struck by lightning and they both fall into the ocean. I guess Ren's boots are wet, so it makes him heavier. <laughs> it is a storm, so maybe his feathers are just wet. It's, yeah. They're not animating any rain, but they keep saying it's a storm, so. Yeah, I don't know. But they do fall into a whirlpool, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. randomly. Uh, Ren has the presence of mind to toss Tula the compass, and then the uh, the wraith gets swept away. Tula wants to save them. And Ayas is like, I'm not in control of the boat anymore, so we're going <laughs> to not be able to do that. So last we saw him, he was getting sucked to the bottom of the ocean by a whirlpool. But then in the next scene, Ren's just on the mast or the prow that snapped off the boat. He and Nidler just wash up on shore and they're fine. I mean, more or less. Yeah, I was going to say as fine as you could be after floating in the ocean. Yeah, they're not awake, but they're not dead. Yeah. And then some guy who's got a gremlin troll face comes up and he's like, hey, everything's fine. He's got pointy teeth. And he absolutely looks like someone who's not the secret bad guy in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he's got he doesn't have any interstitial colors. He's got blue and yellow on. So, you know, he can trust him because he's a hero. Only heroes wear primary colors. He's green, though. Yeah, his skin's green. But I didn't want to say that and sound racist. <laughs> oh, sorry. But this guy, um, he's a shorter fellow, but he's able to drag Ren and uh, Nidler up to his house, where we see a pot of uh, Why did you say house like that? Because I couldn't remember if it was a hut, and I was going to try to say hut, but then I said house instead, and it came out weird. It came out house? Um, House! I panicked. I hated Um, it. (laughs) 
right away, I'm like, oh, okay, so that's a witch's brew, and he's the bad guy, and he's going to give him an evil potion or something. Or it's pea soup, and it's going to be fine. I mean, it's kind of in the middle, because I think it is just soup. He gives Ren some, and Ren doesn't, like, gag or die. So I'm like, okay, maybe it was just soup. I'm not sure why you wouldn't give him just, like, water, because I bet he drank a lot of salt water and is severely dehydrated. There's water in soup. Yeah, and also we don't know that the oceans here are salty. That's true. They're all freshwater. Yeah. I don't think they addressed that so far. Maybe he's the most hydrated he's ever been, and this is yeah. desiccate to help him. We're going to dry you out, son. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, the guy's like, yeah, everything's fine. Hope you enjoyed that one sip of soup. He's really good at making soup. I know you haven't seen Encanto yet, but maybe he has the same powers as the mom in Encanto. Because her power is uh, she makes food that heals people. Oh, so maybe maybe his soup nice. healed Ren. That's an excellent mom, probably a better grandma power. Yeah, but it's the mom. It's Huineta's power. Yeah, I'm just saying it would be better suited for a grandma, but that is a power the, to have. I don't too. think the grandma has any powers in that other than being a bitch. <laughs> Pretty formidable. Yeah. I have not seen it yet, so I'll take your word for it. <laughs> you, you watch it, you'll be like, that grandma is a bit of a bitch, but then she learns to not be a bitch, you know, because Disney movie. Moana's grandma's pretty cool. She can do Tai Chi and turns into a manta ray. I don't know if I've ever seen all of Mulan. Or not Mulan, Mul- Mul- Moana. Oh, Did yes, I say Mulan? Mo- I don't know what you said, but I heard Mulan. <laughs> okay. But yes, Moana's <laughs> grandmother is cool. She's a nice lady. Tells her to rebel. Yeah. I believe her exact words were, fuck the man, which ap- happened to be her dad, which was not appropriate. But, you know, grandma's going to be grandma's. Yeah. And then The Rock is there, and everyone likes that. Yeah. I don't think I've seen all of cartoon Mulan. I've seen all of live-action Mulan. I haven't seen any of that. It's fine. Gets it's weird. <laughs> but we discovered that we're on Dagron Island, and the guy who rescued them, who's a name I straight up can't keep in my brain. Oh, I have no uh, idea. Gestures around to his uh, his room. He's like, yeah, the Dagrons provide me everything. Meat and skins. And it's like, oh, so you straight up murder them a lot. That's cool, I guess. And I sell them for money to buy nothing because there's no one else on this island. So I'm not sure what he's doing here. Well, he sells them to people from off the island. Yeah, but what does he do with that gold? We just see it piled up later. Maybe he goes off island and spends it and then comes back. But everything here is made of Dagrons. I guess that's true. I I don't know, man. Maybe he goes off world or off island to get porno and comes back. Yeah, that's probably it. Does he look like Gargamel? He, a little bit? No. Okay. Not even his, looks, I mean like his facial structure. No. I don't think so. I think he looks Maybe like Maybe I'm forgetting DeVito. what Gargamel looks like. I think he looks like Danny DeVito wearing a lot of makeup. Yeah, a little bit. Nidler is understandably spooked at the idea of being on Dagron Island because he doesn't want to die. Also, his wing was a little hurt in whatever happened. Maybe that's where the lightning hit him. And then uh, the Dragon Master is like, so who are you guys? And then they spill every bit of information they have on themselves. (laughs) Ren's like, yeah, I'm Prince Ren, son of Primus. Uh, we're finding the treasures of rule. We've already done seven. Here's my uh, medical record so you can see that I have a weak knee. And uh, I'm actually partially diabetic. It's not that bad all the time. It's 
like, D- stop giving them a dossier, you absolute idiots. Yeah, he really shouldn't so walk trusting. around. He shouldn't walk around talking about how they're hunting the treasures of rule. Yeah, or I bet at, at some point, Bloth has put out a bounty or something. Like, That's word true. is probably spread. I sent you a picture of Gargamel. Gargamel. What? Yeah, I see that. He looks a little bit like Gargamel. I mean, in the in Vegas attitude and the way he carries himself. They've got the same vibe, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Gargamel just wants to eat some Smurfs. This guy just wants to eat some Dagrons. I guess that's true. So the guy, he's like, I saw a treasure somewhere on this island, since you're looking for treasures. I think it's at the top of the tower, and there's Dagrons up there, so you should go up there wearing this armor. And it comes out just wearing a Dagron hoodie. Yeah, he does. It's cool as fuck. He's like, so you're a scaly now here you go is that a and furry just but like, yeah fucking sure man this armor quote-unquote covers just my shoulders and a little bit of my head every other part of him is exposed but yeah armor got it you gotta back up you just said scaly like that was just the thing we all are a part of okay it's the dragon equivalent of a furry okay that's what i was trying to ask i just needed to make sure yeah I did not know that was the thing, but it absolutely. I don't know if that's like an th- official term or a colloquial one. But. Oh well, it sounds like a thing that would happen. I just didn't know it was yeah. a thing that would happen. I once saw a pack of scalies uh, when I was working at MacRx, and I uh, was on lunch. I went to the Culver's that was near a Target, and there was six of them standing in front of the Target with their dragon tails and hoods and wings. It was like unsettled. That, yeah. <laughs> Remember at our old it's house? It's one thing to do it in your own time, uh, you know, in your house, but you're making me participate by observing. <laughs> Rem- Observation is-, is participation, and I did not consent. It's passive participation. That is correct. There used to be that kid that came to the park across the street from our house, yeah. if you recall. I and we would just be like, there's a there's a mascot outside. There, there, there's one of them. Surely you can't wear a full mascot costume and go to the playground and have that be okay. Well, they but, did it. You know, whatever. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there was a kid in there and it wasn't as weird as it could have been. Yeah. I told that to my play, that story to my play children at the school. Yeah. Uh, and they thought it was the best. They were like <laughs> so excited. They were like, you saw that? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's... It's a facet of society I don't understand and try uh, not to cast too much judgment, but I right. am super weirded out by it. From what I understand, it's a very uh, nice and welcoming group uh, as far as w- groups on the internet go. They're great. I would hope so. Yeah. Because it's super weird. <laughs> so I would hope that they'd be nice to each other. True. And to anybody asking questions about it. Because <clears throat> here's the thing. When you dress up like monsters, that's how you get burned at the stake. <laughs> People with bitforks always want to burn your shit down when you're just like a monster. That's true. And you act like a monster. Gotta gotta be careful. Yeah. So, anyway. (laughs) Dragon Master hands Nidler a a torch. They're like, here you go, nerds. Figure it out. Um, And Ren and Nidler start climbing up. Again, Nidler can't fly because his wing is hurt a little bit. And Ren is complaining about Dagrons and how much they suck and they smell bad and he fuck them, hate them so much. <laughs> uh, but he's also dizzy. 
And it's like, well, yeah, you should have died, but didn't somehow. And you, you're trying to climb a, a mountain. Yeah, your brain was without... the best thing to do immediately after that. Your brain was without oxygen for a while. Yeah, and now you ascended a mountain where the oxygen may or may not be thinner. I don't know how it works on your planet. Maybe the oxygen is just really thin everywhere. It sucks to live there. <laughs> uh, I can confirm that it sucks to live there because... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the ocean will just rise up somehow and kill your whole island. <laughs> but they make it to the mouth of the cave. Uh, Ren managed to make it up there, dragon hoodie and all. They go in the cave and Ren pulls his shitty broken sword. You gotta get a better sword, man. Yeah. Or get a real dagger. You just have a broken sword and that's worthless. Nidler trips. He drops the torch. Uh, there's a dagger on. I know it's in a cage. It's not actually that dangerous. It's it's behind bars. And it's also spooked by fire. So I guess these monsters can't breathe fire like you'd expect them to. Yeah. Knowing now that they're spooked by fire, it seems like they've got a severe advantage over Bloth, though. So they notice that there's uh, they're caged and Ren's like, that's fucking weird, right, Nidler? And Nidler's like, I don't know. Where's the melons? <laughs> and uh, Ren, <laughs> Ren is more dizzy and he falls down. It's like, ah, beans. Oh, shit, my hand's green. Because uh, he's turning into a monster. Yeah. And I assumed it was a re- result of the soup he ate, because that's how magic potions work. I am incorrect, but we don't know that yet. Yeah. But Ren does turn into a Dagron, and he starts screaming at the Niddler. This guy, shut up for a second. He turns into you a shut Dag- up for a second. He, tux- he turns into a Dagron that has a blonde, long ponytail. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it a mullet. A little bit, yeah. It makes it more rad. Every other Dagron looks exactly the same, but yeah. he's he has Ren's haircut. Yeah, and Ren's eyes. Yeah. Which will be important later. Also, his earrings. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, every Dagron has, like, weird little mutton chop patches. Yes. But, but not all of them have naturally occurring earrings like Ren's did. <laughs> But it's it's just a standard wyvern, um, except it's got weird, like, uh, Virgil from Mighty Max eyebrows. I don't know if that's a good reference point for anybody. I don't think it is. Um, I think I think the other word you used was more confusing. Which one? What, what, what'd you call it? A wygel? A, a wyvern? Yeah, that's it. It's a, what? Oh, it's a wyvern. It's a, a bipedal dragon where it's... Front arms are wings. Oh, okay. It's not a real dragon. It's a different kind of dragon. A regular dragon is a quadruped with separate wings. Yes. Now we all know. I do a lot of d and I'm I aware. Think dragons a fair amount. <laughs> I do not. The structure of the wings is bad because there's like uh, a hand at the what would be the elbow joint and where the where the hand should be is nothing. Yeah, so the the hand is kind of worthless, and the hand is always just like up in the air, like he's like partying. Mm. Like, ah, <laughs> terrible, terrible design. So Ren's a little overcome, and Nidler's like, "Ah, beans, he's gonna eat me, I guess." But then uh, Dragon Lord comes in and he yells at Nidler to not judge him, and then he announces <laughs> a very story that's worth judging because he's like. Uh, I'm a, basically a slave trader, and I turn people into Dagrons and sell them to slavery. Yeah. Don't judge me, please. No, uh, fuck did, you, man. Does, also, does you he got s- wings? 
What are yeah, you? They were under his little jacket. Does he say that he has to turn people into Dagrons because they got all extinct? Is that what happened? He hunted the ones on this island to extinction, correct? Okay, that's like what he, I thought. Uh, I just didn't know if I missed something. He hunted them or traded them all away. So right, at this right. point, Bloth's ship might be a nature preserve. Yeah. <laughs> it's protected by law, and that's why he's able to get away with everything. <laughs> Dragon Master spooks away the Dagrons in the cage with the torch. I, I thought that he was going to shove Ren in there, but he doesn't right away. Nidler picks up Ren's shitty broken sword and swears vengeance, but doesn't do anything. Because immediately the Dragon Master whips the, the blade out of his hands. He's like, I'm not afraid of you at all. Uh, Ren tries to snap at him, but he gets whipped. You know, gets the slave whipped. trading. Yeah. Slave trading <laughs> is such a major component of this show. And I don't know. Don't care for it. <laughs> well, Sky, it's a work of fiction, and that we're here to judge that work of fiction. So, yeah, Ren is pretty easily tricked into a cage, whether he's a dragon or not. And then Dragon Master picks up the dragon hoodie or the Dagron hoodie, excuse me. He's like, "Yeah, I put this on people, and it turns them into into Dagrons." It's like, what? <laughs> it wasn't the. It wasn't the very malicious-looking soup you fed him earlier when he couldn't think about it? That was just soup. Yeah, evidently. You're obsessed with this soup. Yeah, because it should have been something. They opened the scene on it, and instead it was just soup. They're trying to... There was a red herring. It got me, I guess. Yeah, it got you good. So, Nidler tries to run away, but he can't because he gets whipped in the feet, and he can't fly away because his wing is hurt. We know that because it has... Two single bandages wrapped around the whole wing. <laughs> That's how you heal a wing. Um, yeah, clearly. How else would you do it? And uh, the Dragon Master tosses him into the, the Dagron cage. He's like, the Dagron's like eating monkey birds. So he's feeding one slave to another slave. So that's great. Yeah. Love that. Love that for this show. Ren is, may or may not be himself, but he's staring down at Nidler and Nidler's trying to make a plea. To, you know, don't eat me, please. And then Dragon Master is announcing how he might be himself for now, but he won't be for long. And bum, then he bum, cackles bum. like a villain and walks away. But it does make sure to grab his dragon hoodie, uh, you know, well, so he can keep doing this. Yeah, you don't want to lose that. Well, it is a pretty neat object. There's absolutely no way Nidler would not be able to slip between these bars, but he chooses not to. Uh, and the Dagrons start fighting over him. The two other Dagrons. Yeah, the two previous Dagrons. Um, and Nidler's crying out because they're playing tug of war with him and eventually he runs over and helps Nidler because he remembers who he is. He's the son of Primus and he's not a Dagron, he's a man. None of that's spoken out loud. There's just a lot of horrible snarling to listen to. The guy, what does Nidler's voice, does all the animal sound effects, I'm pretty sure. Frank Welker, yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. That's his deal. And uh, they're all kind of terrible to listen to. But Ren, who's always on top of everything... He noticed that there's a, a skylight, I guess you could call it, at the top of the cave that kind of looks like the mouth of a volcano. And it also has bars approximately the same width apart as the regular bars on the floor, but Nidler uh, is able to fit through those. Uh, you know, I... Yep. That's... <laughs> Thanks. Well, Thank I, you for well, confirming. I, you can't... Fucking... Sometimes you just can't with this show. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm kind of impressed with Ren knowing how to fly. Maybe it's like an Animorph situation where you get half I of the Dagron brain. I assume so, yeah. 
because he's pretty good at it right away. But Nidler, now outside on top of a mountain, notices that the wraith has pulled up somehow with its shredded sail. It could it could have just been brought in by the current. It didn't necessarily sail there. I guess that's true. That's how they wound up there. Exactly, yeah. Nidler's like, yay, I can go talk to them and they can help me. And then he tries to fly, but he can't because he's still hurt. And then he falls down the mountain like he's a Ninja Turtle sliding down his way into New York. <laughs> Fucking hate that movie. Uh, it's all right. That scene in specific really fucking annoyed me. Don't worry. They'll make countless more of them. You'll get a good one eventually. Uh, law of averages. Exactly. On the Wraith, uh, Tula and Ayaz had a fine time. Like, nothing bad happened to them, I guess, off screen. They're just nope. here to make repairs and hope for the best. Tula looks overboard and she sees the front of the ship. And she's like, oh, uh, my Ecomancer powers tell me that our, our boys are here. And Ayaz calls her out on it. She's like, fuck it, whatever, man. Let's just go look for them. <laughs> yeah. And then the maelstrom's there, because of course it is. Yeah, just around the corner. Uh, all signs point to it just following them there. But I guess this is coincidence, because he's here to buy more Dagrons. Because <laughs> two of them just died, you remember. Yeah. Struck and, by lightning. Yeah. I mean, at one point we saw like 30 of them come out of that ship, but I guess those two need to be replaced right away. He likes to keep the number at 30. Yeah, well, he's got OCD. His mom will die if he doesn't have uh, something divisible by three. Yeah, it, well, it's also why he doesn't wear shoes or clip his toenails. <laughs> yeah. So he walks up the path and he's complaining about how expensive Dagrons are. Um, and when they get to Dragon Master's hut, house, whatever, he's shows him brand. And he's like, yeah, this one's expensive because it's got blue eyes and a mullet. <laughs> Mantis is like, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll make, I'll make this one my bitch like there's a real like uncomfortableness to the way he's like yeah i'm gonna break that one's spirit that's exactly how people talk though like about like horses and shit so yeah but he also says i can't wait for this thing to feel my stinger it's, also how, I don't... how people talk about horses and shit so but right now ren is mostly in control i guess seemingly but has but has most uh, plausible deniability. So he could, there's no reason he couldn't just kill Mantis right now. Right. He could probably Especially kill a lot of people. he reached out and just like ripped a piece of his shirt off. Yeah. Just claw his face off. <laughs> yeah. Kill him. Claw open he's, his throat. He's so frail looking. He is. I don't know how people who spend this much time outdoors on the open sea could have scurvy. Is that the one you get uh, from not, not having vitamin C? Yeah, you need the sun. Oh That's wait, vitamin no. D. Yeah, what do you get when you you rickets? They got they got rickets if you don't have enough sunlight. That's right. I've got my vitamin deficient uh, diseases confused. <laughs> Scurvy's when you got spongy gums. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he might. It, he probably has like some sort of uh, venereal disease for sure. But oh, for sure, there's a lot of. Uh, passing that kind of disease along through this ship. Yeah. And ringworm. It's real bad in <laughs> with ringworm. Ugh. Yeah. But Mantis is pissed that his favorite blouse got scratched up, so he's <laughs> gonna start whipping this uh, Dagron with the mullet. That's his dragon-buying blouse. <laughs> he 
It's only got the one. Yeah. So Bloth buys a bunch of Dagrons and they bring them on board and uh, Tula and Ayaz hide. But their goddamn bright red ship isn't a good enough tip off. So they're fine, I guess. <laughs> Nidler has f- made his way down the mountain and found Ayaz and Tula, but they didn't notice him before uh, the Dragon Master pops out from behind a bush. Not sure how he knew Nidler was there. Probably grabs because- Nidler and he <clears throat> does the cartoon bullshit where he ties him up in a second behind some bushes. He knew Nidler was there because Nidler was always he's always talking out loud about wanting to eat a melon. So, um, after the DM ties up Nidler, he calls out to Ayaz and Tula, and he leads them back to uh, his his uh, house. Ayaz notices some monkey bird feathers. Ah, uh, these our our boys are here. Where are our boys? What did you do with our boys? It's <laughs> really obsessed with the boys. The DM's like, well. They went up the mountain. You're going to need this dumbass armor. That's just a dragon hoodie. Yeah, you say like, that. All right, I guess. But if you requested to go on an adventure and someone handed you that, you would put it on immediately. Absolutely, I would. But that's just because I'm desperate for a and d adventure. <laughs> so Tula and I start heading up the mountain. Tula notices that the, uh, the pendant isn't shining any laser ble- beams at a treasure. So she's skeptical of to what's happening. Because she's... The most capable of them. Yeah, she's the only one who read the script. But Nidler pops out of some bushes. He uprooted the tree he was tied to. And uh, he's still gagged, so he can't yell uh, uh, anything. Tula and Ayaz untie him. And I would have put money down that he was going to ask for food first. (laughs) But instead, he does yell, Ayaz, take that fucking dragon hoodie off right now. (laughs) It's true. He's... He's a good uh, monkey bird in this instance. Yeah. I would have put down 20 American dollars to say that he was going to yell about some sort of melon or food or a <laughs> melon sandwich or whatever the hell he's into who, these who days. Who would have guessed melons was the main source of sustenance in this world? They're they easy to draw. Stuff. That's for damn sure. An oval with some wavy lines in the middle? Yeah. Done. Melon. Got all these... <laughs> All this intricate boat shit. Look, they're getting melons and barrels. <laughs> so he's like, Ayaz, take that shit off now. And Ayaz is like, I think you drank too much seawater. But then his eyes start going blurry and he falls down a little. Take it off, damn it. And then he, they see uh, Dragon Master and uh, they run after him instead. Ayaz does take his the, off the dragon hoodie, which is smart. Yeah. And, Tula Tarzans up into the trees and she knocks the dragon master out of the sky. So they take him back to their his hut uh, because Ayaz has a, a nose for gold. He's able to sniff out the, the several bags that uh, the dragon master has like hoarded. And Tula finds Ren's stupid broken sword. And Nidler is the one doing the knots. I feel like... Nidler's not the one what does the rigging. Maybe somebody who can do stuff should tie him up. But whatever, I think they should just kill him. Yeah. Seems better I that mean, way. They do demand answers first, which yeah. is good. And then but kill after him. you get the answers, fucking kill him. Or just like chop him at the knees that way he, and cut his wings off. That way yeah. he'll be there if you need more answers from stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's not going anywhere. So they're like, how do we do how do we undo this Dagron spell, and the guy says, just turn the hoodie inside out. <laughs> yeah. 
And I both love and hate this because why wouldn't this work in this world? That's fine. Magic flows it's in one direction. It's dumb as hell, but you know what? It's on brand. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I just turns it inside out right there and there, but it's basically a poncho. Yeah. So you don't need to like prep it. It's <laughs> whatever. You don't, you don't know, Sky, in the, in the heat of the battle, you don't want to have to be fumbling. <laughs> I guess. So Ayaz's whole deal was, look, we're going to steal your gold unless you tell us how to break the spell. And then having uh, the information, they still steal the gold because he's a pirate and a bit of a dick. But also this guy's a slave trader. So yeah, that's fine. Take his gold. You should have killed him. (laughs) Yeah. So we cut to the the maelstrom where Ren Dagron has been chained to the deck and Mantis is shooting him with electricity from a staff with a snake head, you know. Like you'll have. Yeah. Standard spooky pirate ship stuff. Why is there lightning coming from a mistake? Why don't you shut your damn mouth? That's why. That's why. Mantis isn't having a great go of it because it's Ren in there and he's not going to be broken by some whipping and some electrocuting. Right. Ren's but guy. But Ren also has enough reach to grab uh, Mantis by his arm and like huck him into a barrel. So just kill him, Ren. Yeah, that's All the right. rest of the crew thinks it's hilarious, though. I mean, it is pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck Mantis. That's fine. But I feel like there would be a little more solidarity amongst them. No. Clearly not. But uh, Bloth comes out, and he's got a whip, too, and he hits Ren with it. And uh, he threatens to, you know, whip Ren into submission himself if he needs to. Um, And Ren breaks free of his chains. I was like, good, kill him. Kill him right now. Kill them all. But instead, he just picks him up by the butt and, like, waves him around a little bit. Very little bit. Also, if if this Dagron can break the chains, you'd think all of them would be able to. Certainly. But one of the goons picks up the electricity staff and electrocutes Ren until he falls asleep. And I think they decide that he's too dangerous, so they're just going to kill it. I mean, that's what they would do with a horse, so... <laughs> I guess. So, once again, Ren is lowered into the Constrictus pen. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Ayaz, Tula, and Nidler somehow not only got their ship ready to go, like they fixed the sails and everything, they were able to sneak up on the Maelstrom, uh, come alongside it, and board it secretly. Well, luckily, off they're, screen. they're distracted. They're, they're not boarding it secretly off screen. They're boarding it right in front of our eyes well i mean they're on it you they're clinging to the side you were confused because you thought the people who got on the ship were the the bloths guys but it's it's ayaz nidler and tula wearing their clothes that's right yeah you were confused they do a cartoon insta swap yeah because uh the 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 three of them are hanging out on the side of the boat uh three of bloths crew come over complaining about stuff they get pulled over the side, and then the three of them, Ayaz, Tula, and Nidler, come over wearing the clothing of the discarded pirates who are presumably dead. Yes. And naked. And Nidler's eating, you know. Y- yeah, one of them had a some kind of weird melon. I do appreciate this part, because uh, Ayaz is a pirate through and through, and he's walking through the deck, and some troll-looking guy notices him. Oh, yeah, this Ayaz is good. Up. <laughs> he they just, just makes a grunt at him. Yeah, they just grunt at each other, and it works. <laughs> It's really, it's pretty, it's 
pretty good. It's probably the but best the part of the episode. Then the guy goes back to his yeah. whatever it is he's doing. Because there's that second where you're like, oh, they're going to go find out. And he just goes, Ugh. And the other yeah, guy whatever. goes, Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it's an appreciative nod between men. Yeah. And then the three of them go into the bowels of the ship. I mean, at this point, they've been in and out of the Maelstrom a whole bunch. Maybe Tula so hasn't. She's only been there once. But, like, Ren could be anywhere. Yeah, it's it's massive inside. For some reason, it's like the damn TARDIS, and it's got a whole cave system and, like, six <laughs> sewer systems. Yep. But they go down a bone staircase, and we cut back to Dragon Master's house, and he has freed himself because they didn't cripple him when they should have. Yeah. It's fucking sledgehammer his, his arms and legs. Or just break his wings, because that's a huge pain in the ass. I mean, imagine yeah. being able to fly and then not being able to fly. Yeah. Angel tried to kill himself when that happened. <laughs> Jesus. And I think he made a deal with Apocalypse, so. He was effectively the devil, but is now on the team. Yeah. And kind of completely got his way, and the mutants fight each other for supremacy, not because <laughs> death doesn't mean anything anymore. I stopped reading X-Men a while ago. It stopped making sense and being fun. Yeah, I, I've i been picking it up still, and I haven't actually been reading it. I should stop every time. And now there's like 18 X books. Yeah, every time a new one starts or a new writer starts on it, I'm like, I'll try again. And it's still just like, I'm still doing this Krakoa stuff. I'll When they switch the status quo back, I'll jump back on. Yeah, you know what's not interesting? The fact that they can die multiple times and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it didn't before, and now it super doesn't. <laughs> Like, People love Hickman, though. Yeah. He's I, didn't, good. I didn't think it was all that great. Back somewhere in the ship, the, the Dagron... The Dagron key, pits. Dagron garage. Conk is walking around. I guess he's in charge of feeding them, even though it's Mantis's job, I guess. The Mantis and trains he, them. Conk feeds them. I guess. He's got a whole steak, and Ren's like, I'm going to eat that steak, which is probably fine. I mean, a regular people eat steak. Yeah. But also, just kill Conk and be done with him. He keeps coming up. He keeps being a problem. Plausible deniability, Ren. You're a monster right now. He fits in your hand right now. You can squish him like a grape. A big grape, but a grape. Also, you got claws. Yeah. Poke him in the neck. Or eat him. Nah, he probably tastes real nasty. Yeah, I guess that's true. And again, the whole STI situation can't be Uh, yeah. You don't want that in your throat. Nah. That's how you get cancer. But instead, he doesn't kill him. He does get a steak, though, which, you know, is a bit of a win. And it's raw, so it's cooked well. And at that exact moment, Tula comes in. She's got her wig on. She, like, has weird pauldrons and a a wig. Or I guess that's her regular hair color. She just has a bandana on it now. Yeah, it's just different shape than you used to. (laughs) Yeah. Her her hair is the shape of April O'Neil in the, the 80s cartoon. I I like the I like the idea that you just accuse all women of wearing a wig when they get a haircut yeah. or something. Your hair is different. You get a new wig. She's got a weird lantern that kind of looks like a like a lava lamp. Um, yeah, I. But they were able to find the Dagron garage, no problem. And Tula's able to figure out which one is Ren real easy, probably because he's got a mullet. Yeah, I was gonna say it's his ponytail, his mullet tail. And Ayaz is 100% ready to just give up. He's like, nah, there's, that's just a beast now. Yeah. Ain't okay. no man. What's what's your 
like aim in this game i was like are you wanting to be done with this like i mean why are you so ready to give up if you saw an out he just got a fucking big bag of gold let's get out of here i yeah i guess that's true he doesn't have to fight anyone that last he doesn't have to fight anyone to bed tula he can eat the monkey bird finally like everything would work (laughs) out for him if ren was out of the picture (laughs) everything's coming up by us he could find the other uh, treasures and sell them for a tidy profit. Sell them Tula to Bloth. holds up the pendant, and she's like, remember who you are! And she unlocks the thing and climbs in. And it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. There's not that many minutes left of this. We cut up our top deck. For some reason, uh, Mantis is piloting the ship, or he's at least spinning a wheel. Uh, at which point, the Dragon Master comes flying in. You know who we don't see at all this episode is uh, Tentacle Guy. Oh, yeah, you're right. His name I've forgotten again. Morpho? Something like that? That sounds right. Morphus? Mor- I think it is Morpho. Yeah, that sounds like a thing that would be something in this. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's Dragon Master. He's like, hey, <laughs> one, of your t- one of your dumbass dragons is Ren, actually. He just spills like, it all right there. Well, Bluff does threaten to kill him because... Uh, he spent too much on Dagrons. Dag, uh, Dragon Master just spills the beans to save himself. And then Bloth's like, damn it, that asshole's on my ship and I didn't know it again. Every third episode. The Dagrons come flying out of what I thought was the Constrictus pen, but it might just be the, the Dagron garage. They just have the exact same setup, I guess. Uh, and they come flying out. Ren's flying. And Tula and Nidler both stole Dagrons. And you're like, can't Nidler fly? And oh, wait, he's still hurt, I guess. He even comments about this being weirder than flying normal or something. Yeah. But Mantis grabs uh, a big shell and he plays it and four Dagron riders come and start chasing the other guys. So there's a dogfight. Ren has figured out how to fly real good. And he's taken Bloth's goons off left and right. Just a bunch of Dagrons uh, swooping around. It's kind of hard to keep track of which ones are the good guys. Very much so. You know, from a distance, they're all yeah. just blurry 80s colors. Tula's doing well because she's uh, Ecomancer or whatever. Mantis himself goes out because he's had enough of this foolishness. He's going to get that Dagron that has the same hairstyle as Paul Revere if it kills him. <laughs> Nidler was riding Ren. And for the first time ever, Nidler starts falling to his death, and Ren saves him by flying. But even though Mantis has trained all the Dagron riders, he is fooled into slamming his Dagron into the rigging of the ship of the the Maelstrom. And everything's more or less fine there. They're kind of out of the fight. Well, the, the Dragon Dagron, Master flies up. The Dagron does fall on Konk. You forgot that important detail. <laughs> but he doesn't die, so it doesn't count. Yeah, well, we don't know for sure he doesn't die. Next week we'll know. Yeah. Dragon Master flies over and he takes Nidler out of the pilot seat on Ren. And then he gets in the saddle. Uh, Nidler falls, but like the bandage co- comes off and he's fine again and he can fly again. And it's like, why would Ren listen to you, guy? Yeah. And Ren bucks him off and he falls to his probably fine because he can fly. <laughs> the four of them... You know, fly off and find the wraith, which I guess is also fine. The sails in one piece. Well, Literally, because it's just one sail. One big, curvy, weird sail. And an omega symbol, for some reason. Luckily, through all of that, 
Ios was able to keep hold of the dragon hoodie, <laughs> throws it on Ren, and he turns back into a boy. Boy howdy does he. They do the same to the other Dagrons that they escaped Bloth's ship with. Who were also sentient uh, men. But they have a, a little bit of a heart-to-heart, like, I'm glad we didn't kill you when we had the chance. And he's like, <laughs> cool, me too. Dagrons stink real bad, though. And then two guys who don't get any lines show up. They um, seem happy, though. They do. Well, they're not monsters anymore. Yeah. And then Ren just takes the dragon hoodie and throws it into the ocean where it's absolutely going to get found by something else. Or it's going to hit a fish and turn it into a Dagron fish. (laughs) It's true. Just land on a killer whale. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have got a flying killer whale. The deadliest of any animal ever. Yeah. What if we put this on the biggest dick in the ocean? But then Ren hands over the gold that he had no way of knowing about um, to the two <laughs> guys. And I was like, God damn it. We need money, too, to buy supplies and stuff. Yeah. But they're heading to the nearest port so those men get to restart their lives with the money that went from, you know, that was gotten from slave trading. I mean, reparations. Cool. Reparations, guys. <laughs> but how many more Dagrons do you think are actually dudes? All of them? All of them? At least all the ones Bloth has, has, I would assume, because he got them from that guy. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, Jake. Yes. What was the most turtle-rific part? The most turtle-rific part was that part we already discussed where uh, our good guys were on the Maelstrom and they were almost found out. And then Ayaz just grunted and then the man grunted back (laughs) at him. It was good. Yeah. It was charming. It really humanized that guy. Yeah. Who was some kind of troll monster. Yep. So he was just trying to do his job. Yeah. It, it also, that's exactly how that would go in the real world. Yeah. It was yeah, a right. very dude interaction. Yes. It was good. What about you? I think it's pretty cool that they killed two guys, or it's pretty turtlerific that they killed two dudes on on screen. With uh, red lightning. Yeah. You don't know that at the time, but uh, by the time you're done, you're like, wait a second. Takes a lot of chutzpah yeah. to, uh, to do that, that most of the shows that we've watched don't normally have. Don't, don't do murders. <laughs> the Inhumans had a bunch of killings, but that one lady just kept coming back, and I don't think anybody else died. But there was slavery in that, too. Yep. Huh. Who was the most likable or effective character? Gosh, uh, I'm going to give it to Nidler for um, being focused enough to to tell everyone what was happening and to not just be thinking about melons. That's true. And there was that moment where he picked up a sword and he was going to do a murder. Yeah. But he quit pretty quick. I am going to give the most effective character to the Dragon Master because he had a pretty viable business practice. and He was making coin. like He was very effective yeah. in his job. He just tried to turn the wrong people into dragons. I don't like what he did, but he did it effectively. <laughs> I don't condone it, but... Right. I can acknowledge that he had a successful private business. Yeah. So, uh, what'd you do for a pop culture palette? Oh, um, well, that's a great question, Sky. Thank you. I thought <sighs> it up all by myself. <sighs> We've been getting caught up on Queer Eye, because we, we started the, this last season and then kind of stopped because things got crazy around here. So... Um, mm-hmm. That's been fun. Something happened? Well, there's a baby, and he takes up a lot yeah, of time. I know. I know. Uh, 
That was, was, I, was, I was doing a joke. Oh, I sometimes you don't understand jokes, so it's hard to tell when you're doing them. Um, I just have that one tone. So. Yeah, it's it's confusing. Um, but no, so we've been watching that, and I, uh, it's as good as, as any other season of it. Um, it's just good, wholesome fun. There was something I was going to tell you about. I don't know what it is. So you go, and I'll think of it. <laughs> well, I went and saw Murder on the Nile. Oh, yeah? How was that? Did you see the other one? Murder on the Orient Express? Yes. Or, no, that's not it. Yep. That's that it. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's Killing or Death on the Nile. They're very similar titles. Yeah. I think it's Death on the Nile. That I, I think you're correct. It was good. Yeah. I, I mean, wanted yeah, to see it's a, both it's of them. exactly what you expect from a murder mystery set in the 30s. Yeah. Cool mustache. Well, we find out the origin of his mustache. Oh, okay. Like we needed it. <laughs> so just just wear a mustache, dude. It's fine. Yeah, but that it's mustache the 30s. is... You can get away with that. That mustache is insane. It is. It's a little toned down, I think, for this movie. Oh, okay. But it was good. It um, didn't have any, like, because it's a, a, from a novel from a long time ago, it feels, like, predictable, mm-hmm. but in a way that it's because this set the precedent, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't want to say that it's predictable because it's, it wasn't at the time, I assume. It's probably the same problem they had with John Carter of Mars, where everything had been, had borrowed yeah. from that. Because uh, it was the first thing, so you've seen all of right. this in other places better, right? Yeah, but it, but it was very good. Um, it opens up, um, at a um like a music venue, where a couple of the main characters are dancing to some bluesy, jazzy rock and roll. Um, and it is lurid. It is so so overly sexual. It's crazy. Like it would have been less sexual if the lady had just gone down on him in the in the bar. Goodness, like, if like if this, I, <laughs> I leaned over to my date and I was like, "If this is what moms were mad at because of rock and roll, I understand it now. This is obscene, actually." <laughs> Don't talk during movies, Sky. But that's funny. It was loud enough. It, it was frankly too loud, so I was not heard by anyone else. I'm- I'm glad we're at that age where movies are too loud because I've said the same thing in the last six months. <laughs> I've I've been there for a very long time, Jake. You well, guys, yeah. like you are just aging up into my personality. To, to <laughs> oh me. God, I've been there since I was like 14, and I hated that. So here I am. But it was very good. Uh, I, Russell Brand was in it, and he uh-huh. like is behaving like a person behaves, so I didn't recognize him at all. Well, you'll be glad to he's know he's got that like off- a people's haircut and like a regular beard. You'll be glad to know that off stage he's not ha- behaving like a person that you would like. So yeah, it was very good. Everybody uh, does a pretty solid performance. Um, the guy who plays uh, Hercule Poirot. Uh-huh. Um, Don't say it like that, but yes, I'll say it however I want. Um, like he. Like he has these little tiny bits of of humor that are just like kind of like part of the highlight of the movie because he says these really just off the off handed like jokes and it's 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 very good. I really enjoyed it. I'm sure there were like other things, but I'll be damned if I can remember them. <laughs> That's the most recent thing. I, I did that yesterday, so <clears throat> it's hard to recall anything else. Yeah, uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Arceus Legends. Uh, That's good. I have six stars. I think it goes up to 10 or more. You're halfway there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, Um, unless there's 30. 
I have no, I don't think there's going to be, but like, I don't know how much of the game I've played, you know? Yeah. Because I've just been running around collecting Pokemon. As you'll do. Yeah. It's kind of my whole personality. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, well, I was trying to convince my niece to get uh, a Pokemon game so we could trade because she'd got a Switch uh, uh-huh. for Christmas. But she she's more interested in Fortnite. Ah. Fortnite, excuse me. Fool. I played Fortnite exactly once. Um, I couldn't, like, there was no training level I could find at the time. Oh, you're so supposed to. I went to... into a session immediately, and I got put in the ground by a bunch of twelve-year-olds a you're bunch supposed... of times. You're supposed like, to well, watch a lot of YouTube videos of people playing it first. That's yeah, what the children I don't do. I want to do that though. That's what the children do. Yeah. Well, we have different tastes. You don't just want to watch people play a video game on YouTube. I, I don't. <laughs> really don't i don't understand the appeal of it but you know some people like it so whatever just don't get it (laughs) i mean there are people who just aren't good at video games who want to see a video game played which i mean i guess makes sense i when uh star wars battlefront uh i think two came out the one that has the story i watched all of the cutscenes and story together so i would know what happened because there was yeah. no way I was going to play a video game and let alone beat it and, and get the entire story. <laughs> so yeah. that was fun for me. It was still really long. It was like an hour and a half or something. Speaking of which, there is a Ninja Turtle game that's coming. I'm oh, yeah. I do want to play that. Already. I don't think it's out yet. I want to say I just saw something that says it comes out in April or something. Okay. It's like Attack of the Shredder or the Shredder's Revenge or something about something. the Shredder. Yeah. But it looks rad, and I guess you can play as April, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's the thing I just saw. Well, that's probably it, um, unless you remembered the thing you were going to say. It's called Shredder's Revenge. I don't remember if that's something I said or not. I don't either, but I'm confirming if you did say it, <laughs> that's what it is, cool. and if you didn't. <laughs> That'll probably do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. You can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can uh, email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. And you can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. Uh, I'm at Midwest Love Affair. <laughs> Sorry, I was still trying <laughs> to see if I can find the release date. It's There's important not one. information. There is not one. Oh, that'll do it. But as always, uh, defund the police and Black Lives Matter. And stay frosty. Stay frosty.